0: Welcome to Design Speaks. This lovely podcast is brought to you by a graphic design geek and a regular human being, a.k.a. a non-designer. We're here to chat about music, pop culture, cool places, and basically whatever we feel is relevant.
1: hey guys this is brandy and i'm michelle and you're listening to design speaks episode 13
0: 13 are we lucky i mean according to like taylor swift
1: is 13 lucky or unlucky
0: i think it's unlucky um but it's taylor swift we're just gonna
1: we're gonna turn that around why is it her favorite number
0: her birthday is on, Dece- I just know way too much. Her birthday is on December
1: 13th. Oh, okay.
0: And then, like, 13 is just all over her, like, touring
1: stuff, mm. so. I don't have any preference towards 13, but I do like 7.
0: Yes, I mean, I feel like 7 is just a, uh, is it a go-to number for a lot of people?
1: Yeah, I feel like it is. Maybe we should just switch. Let's yeah. make 13 our favorite number, 13 too. 13 is my
0: favorite number <laughs> as of this moment right now.
1: <laughs> I think it might be my favorite episode, though. Just because I know what we're going to talk about. Oh, I'm so excited! We got some good things in this episode. Excuse us if we sound just slightly exhausted, but we're slightly. actually really, really excited about this episode.
0: We're really excited, more than slightly exhausted. <laughs> for I mean, we had a really we're great time. We just got back from Austin, and we had a really great time. Yeah, we got back yesterday morning at two thirty a.m. Oh my gosh! And that we were supposed to get back on. The day before. The day before
1: at 3 p.m. <laughs> yeah. We don't need to talk about exactly what happened. Except that we
0: missed a flight and
1: took a really long drive yeah. So We cool. got really good quality time together. We did. We did.
0: We got to check out those really <laughs> creepy farms. What are they called? They're like wind farms. The wind farms. They're like harvesting energy from mm-hmm. these like creepy
1: like... Ginormous... Tim Burton looking... Yeah windmill things yeah it was just like as far as the eye could see miles and miles and miles and it was at dusk that we saw them and it was just super creepy it was like we were entering some post-apocalyptic like surrealist society
0: yeah it wasn't it, it kind of gave me the creeps honestly it very much gave me the
1: creeps <laughs> not just
0: kind of and I, f- I keep feeling for those poor cows who listen to it all day every day <laughs>
1: They looked a little sad.
0: Yeah, they I would looked, be too. They
1: looked like their brains were just jello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they probably were. Yeah, that's so true. It meat.
1: Yeah, so yeah, we went. This was the weekend, guys, that we've been prepping for and preparing for for so long. We went to Austin. Um, we left on a Thursday so that we could have like a couple of fun extra days together just to kind of explore
0: Explore good old Austin, which apparently isn't real Texas, but... It isn't? Appa- according to, like, websites, it's like, if, you, if y'all if you want to visit Texas, Austin is not where you go. And I'm like, I'm going to Austin. Yeah, it sounds great <laughs> so, to me. So we experienced Austin, Texas, and it was amazing.
1: There were no cows. There, were, there weren't any cows. Um, so that must be what they mean. Like, yeah, there weren't ranches. Yeah, tons of... Uh, cute boutiques. Oh my gosh, and stores. so many. Yeah, if you guys were following my story, I was like blowing it up. Yep, it was like <laughs> overload. I'm like, look at this cool thing and this cool thing and that was literally probably a quarter of the pictures I took. Oh my gosh, it was so good. It's true. Um lots of
0: fun murals we got to see mm-hmm. and great food, lots of
1: awesome typography everywhere. Oh yeah, you're so, right, be- all about that. yeah, before before you get to ask me whatever you're going to ask me, which I don't know, um I want to ask you Okay. If you could tell the difference, and I think we talked about this while we were there, but I want to hear it, like, recorded for posterity. (laughs) We were only there for, like, maybe an hour or two driving around, and I asked you if you could tell the difference between our town and this town and whether they value good design. They do.
0: They 100% do, and I could tell pretty much immediately in um, the way things, like, architecture Mm-hmm. In landscaping, in the the murals were amazing. Like, what a brilliant way to market things! Um, yeah, they what I how I felt about Austin is something I've never felt about honestly. Albuquerque, there there are places in Albuquerque that I feel like they, there's the mural on the side of Astro Zombies mm, Comics mm-hmm. shop, a comic shop here in Albuquerque. Um, but in Austin, like they have a sense of pride about everything that they do, mm-hmm. and it's like a really refreshing sense of pride like they just want the things that they do to look
1: good yeah how much just random disgusting graffiti did we see like none I even went to a graffiti park
0: and even that was all tastefully done like you didn't see like a bunch of you know like this was illegally mm-hmm. painted or spray painted and it's just like a bunch of gang signs and not right I mean that that is an art like there's an art to that yeah um, but it just it wasn't disgusting and you know like oh great Super sketch. they're not cleaning this part of town up type deal. Yeah.
1: And we visited all parts of Austin. We did. Yeah, we went like all over. Could you could you um tell in like actual graphic design like the standards compared to just driving around here like is there anything that stuck out to you that you could tell besides just like artsy stuff like murals?
0: Yeah. Um even even some of the mur- even some of the murals were like that's a graphic that's like a graphic design type thing the way that's laid out like a sign like a painted sign as yeah. opposed to a mural yeah um but the the it, it was it was really interesting because I didn't run into a lot of hey this is happening here at this time and bum 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 like mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff like everywhere all over and it it wasn't like po- nothing was really poorly laid out it was all very appealing to the eye and um I, I did want to, it's funny, I'm saying this now, maybe you'll admit it later, I won't out you right now, uh, but I did want to take some of the posters home, but I couldn't.
1: <laughs> we'll just tell everyone, I'm a thief. <laughs> you did. We went to Tortie's Tacos, and they had like their bulletin board full of like, um, man, this was like the third time I was tempted to do this, and I just couldn't pass this one up. There's like bulletin boards with all these amazing event posters like for concerts Austin is the live music capital of the world is what they say so they they've always got like some sort of live music thing going and they also um they're they were from what I know and someone can correct me if I'm wrong but from what I know I believe that Austin is like the big place where like hand lettering really like started becoming like a thing on gig posters like on band posters and stuff and so I saw this um, this poster. It's not anything hand-lettered, but it's just so well-designed. It was up on the bulletin board for a show that was going to be happening like this coming weekend, like the first weekend in May. And I was like, oh, I like this. I'm going to take it home because they're just going to tear it down in a week and, and throw it in the garbage anyway. <laughs> and you did. I did. And I was tempted to do
0: that a few times, but I just, I mean, I didn't know what I would do with it once I did take it down. It just was, it looked so cool.
1: You could put it in your office. What office? I have like you an, have office. an office. I have an office
0: space. I don't really have like an office space. You have room. lots of cubicle walls. Oh space. you're talking about my actual work office. I guess I yeah. could have put it in there. I don't see I didn't think about that.
1: Yeah. At all. <laughs> well, next time. Next time we can just steal stuff together. Still, I didn't feel too badly about it because it was kinda of, it wasn't like it was definitely also posted on like the telephone pole outside. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was everywhere. everywhere. Once you pulled that down, you're like, look how great this is. I saw it in like three different places, so I didn't feel bad after that.
1: Yeah, so they, man, they just have good design everywhere. Like the branding on from the smallest boutique to like... I don't know. I can't even say like anything chain related, but they have like Torchy's Tacos has great. Oh, yeah. Great branding. They had
0: great shirts. Mm-hmm. Great, The sign was really easy to read and to, easy to run your eyes through.
1: Yeah, just up and down like South Congress and downtown and all around. It was just like everywhere you look, great branding. Obvious that they like research color theory and all the things that you should do. It was like designer heaven.
0: You were really excited about the
1: coffee shop that we made it to. (gasps) I was. Want me to say it? Yeah, say it. Seventh flag. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Thank you. Everyone around here knows I can't say that word right, so we're just going to pass. Seventh flag. It was not only a really well-designed coffee shop, it was a really great-tasting coffee shop. Yeah, and as hipster coffee shops go, it was pretty classic hipster on the inside, like very minimalistic, and like they didn't have any syrups for their coffee. Oh, I know. It was, like, was
0: like pure like, heaven for me. I was like, this is this is
1: it. This yeah. is where I want to be. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do with this? Because I usually like a lot of flavor in my coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, but all I ordered was like an extra sweet vanilla latte and it was glorious. Nice and creamy. It was so creamy. Very, Beautiful. Like all the way to the bottom. I like showed you my cup when I finished it and I'm like, I never finish coffee.
0: <laughs> Look at this. And then <laughs> I had my Gibraltar, which is just, it's just like steamed milk and espresso. It looked like
1: a giant shot glass. It was a giant
0: shot glass. <laughs> it was glorious too and I, it kept me awake And for, it, and we needed we needed it. It was worth the walk. We yeah. like how
1: many we like, walked like 4 blocks to four get blocks
0: there. 4 blocks in like in like 70% humidity. It was like it was like 95 degrees outside. So hot. And yeah. we were sweaty and gross, but it was worth it.
1: It was worth it. When yeah. When we got
0: to that air conditioned place of glory.
1: Yeah, and their logo also Brilliant! Like the use of a universally known symbol, like a flag. Yes, and good job. That was it.
0: that's how you said that word.
1: Thanks. That's perfect. <laughs> and the the number seven and the word seventh. It was just and they yeah they made it brilliant.
0: Flag seven was in the word seventh.
1: Yeah, I will post a permanent picture to my Instagram for you guys, and I'll put it in the show notes. Oh, as well. But you should put it. Yeah, on your we should Instagram. Do that. We'll do both. Cool. Yeah. So. Um, Unrelated to Austin, for the moment, I had been listening to a song the week, last week, um, the week that we actually left Austin. Um, It's by a really fun band that I just discovered. I don't even remember how I found them, but they're called Freedom Fry. (laughs) They're a a French band. Of
0: course, (laughs) it makes so much sense. They're not French
1: fries, they're Freedom Fries. (laughs) Yeah, they can do weird stuff like that. But what I love about this is that it's a cover song which I think you guys are learning by now. I like cover songs. I
0: think cover songs are just overall fun.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's it's really cool to have, like, a different approach to, like, an old song. So they covered Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. And it's, like, the most amazing thing. And you guys had better appreciate it or we can't be friends.
0: Well, there you go. There you have so it. So here it is. Listen or, and love it or go away. C'est de faire semblant C'est une grande gueule
1: Et souvent seule Oh non, je me sens a contretemps. contre-temps There's Freedom Fry. I hope you like it. It just gets better because they, they, like, switch back and forth between French and English, like, the whole time.
0: It is fun. And I I mean, as somebody, I took five years of French. I'm not great at speaking French by any means. Did you
1: understand that, all of it? No, I understood <sighs> it. I
0: understood a good bit of it, but it was also helpful that I know smells like teen spirit yeah. in English. So <laughs> Yes, I
1: told my husband after hearing this song. Um, cuz we're planning on going to Paris and Europe in uh, 2019. Yes. And I told him maybe I should just learn French by listening to French music because I love French music. It's French great. pop.
0: Well, French pop is, I think all of it is just so beautiful. Yeah. It's the language. It's definitely the language. Yeah. And they have a certain style about yeah. them as well. So. Mm-hmm.
1: so that's just like a little fun tidbit for you guys. Cover. I ran into a cover, a live cover band
0: <gasps> in Austin. Did you? Um, actually, it wasn't Austin. A live cover band in Georgetown. <gasps> yes. Um, I went to, so I dropped you off at your retreat. Which yeah, you the James
1: Victoria Retreat is soon. in Georgetown. Yes, it is in Georgetown.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, we'll soon get to that, but I dropped you off and I'm like, man, what am I going to do for the next four hours? (laughs) It was was nighttime. It was nighttime. (laughs) And in a small town, in a small town, I was like. What am I gonna do? Everything's closing by like four o'clock, <laughs> and so I just decided to look up. Like, do they have a town square? What's going on? And It's like Georgetown has the most beautiful town square in all of Texas. That's like, a oh. that's a big label. I get. I mean, and I, my first thought was Texas is pretty big, so maybe that means something. Yeah. And I went down there, and as soon as I I turn onto the road where it's like the town square is right down the road. There are cars everywhere. I'm like, oh no. The whole town is here. My experience in Austin was you're spending most of your time finding parking and Dude. waiting in line for food. Like yes. that's what you're doing in Austin. We spent so much time looking for parking. Yeah. And so um free parking. Free parking. And so I'm just walk I'm driving around Georgetown, like, well, maybe this is just like Austin. Like parking just sucks. Mm-hmm. And so I parked like three blocks down. And I got out of three doors down, (laughs) three doors down, (laughs) three blocks down, a little bit more than three doors. But and I got out of my car, and I hear and I hear live music. I'm like, what is this glory? And I walk towards it, kind of like a mosquito going or the bugs going towards the light. (laughs) It shouldn't go towards the light, but I did. And um, it was a cover band. It was this. What were they singing? Do you remember? They were singing a bunch of other songs. Um, Brown Eyed Girl, kind of just like the older... Oh, like the classics. ...music. At some point, they... Um they covered the cupid shuffle the, <laughs> and everybody and the, the woman was she was like we're a band from austin right down the road from y'all and how many of y'all like line dancing and i was like oh no oh, here comes the country no. here comes the country and then she started playing cupid shuffle and i was like oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh Did people dance <laughs> everyone got up and danced, and i was alone and i i mean i really considered getting up and dancing with all these people like just and, completely alone. But you chose
1: to people watch instead? I people watched
0: instead because I had to come get you soon anyway.
1: And so. You couldn't commit to the Cupid Shuffle. I, I couldn't com- The Cupid shu- Shuffle is quite the commitment. And I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And, and they can totally, if it's like a band scene, they can draw it out. Yeah. Like as um, long as they want. And they did.
0: They did. It was probably like a six or seven minute deal. Oh, Lord. Where people were doing it. Um, but it was a lot of fun to watch and I ran into a cover band the end <laughs> did you
1: already say what it was it was the what what festival
0: oh so what i ended up what ended up happening was i went to a festival called the red poppy festival it happens every year in georgetown um georgetown really loves poppies they are all over like the shops um, I didn't see any. Well, the, you. I didn't see any actual. Did they poppies. have like poppy farms or something. Maybe I didn't really research yeah. it, but they. A lot of their um, shops have like the poppies painted on them, or their name is red poppy based or somehow. It's in worked into the Maybe name it's of their like shop. Their
1: town flower or something. I
0: think it is. And the oh, the town square was gorgeous. Look up this town square, Georgetown, town square. Yeah, Texas. It looks
1: like it's. Just ripped out of downtown Disney, or yeah. not downtown Disney, Main Street Disney.
0: It's beautiful. And my thought was, that was my first thought was like, this isn't Disneyland. This is real life. This is real life. People <laughs> live this every day. And it was a lot of fun. And I was glad that I found it.
1: Yeah. And then you picked me up and, and we went back. <laughs> all the way back because I had to show you this town square. Yeah, so we had pizza and mm-hmm. hung out and listened, watched a lot of um, upper middle age people dance the weird way they dance. Oh, yeah.
0: I love you guys to,
1: to all the like classic rock songs. Can't wait to be there with y'all. To your age, <laughs> I can wait. I'm I'm on my way. It's whatever. <laughs> Get there. Fine. So yeah, so that was that was that was let's see Friday night. That was so Friday by that night. time we had already been there like a day and a half. Mm-hmm. Then um, so Friday night at the Victoria Ranch, we just kind of uh, chilled and basically like did icebreakers and kind of got to know each other. It was myself and three other attendees and um, James Victoria and another um, awesome design guy named Jason Bacher. Um, I have to look up the exact name of his thing. It's like G-D-F-A, I think. He like, has his own podcast? Uh, no, he does, um, he does like a newsletter oh, and stuff. Oh, a newsletter. Ooh, maybe I'll find it and link it. Yeah. Send Yeah, some we love. We can do that. And um, another... Another forecast for you guys. He told me that he would like to be on our podcast. Hello. It looks like we have two guests scheduled. Man, better start
0: interviewing these yeah, people. Yeah,
1: so looking forward to that. That'll be fun. Yeah. Okay, so
0: Friday night, you did your icebreakers. Uh-huh. You, what was your icebreaker? What did you tell people?
1: Um. So basically what happened was James Victoria emailed us all and asked us for like a weird fact about ourselves. So I sent two. And everybody else sent, like, one or two. And what he did was he read three things and basically said we all had to guess whether all, none, or one of these things is true about each other. So, um, I mean, we don't necessarily need to say all of them. I, I, one of the things that I said was that I kind of know Elvish, the J.R.R. R. Tolkien language, and that I have a tattoo of it.
0: And somewhere. I think <laughs> even if you listen to now all 13 episodes of design speaks you could just assu- you would just assume that she knows a little bit of elvish
1: so <laughs> yeah it's obvious that you know
0: a yeah little so, bit of that elvish.
1: Was, so that was really fun got to learn some like interesting facts like um the girl that was there um her name was rachel she like biked the u.s with her husband for eight months what yeah it's incredible <laughs> i don't even bike down the road i know. <laughs> And just like camped out and like carried whatever they needed on their bikes that's bicycles like not motorcycles bicycles bicycles
0: i mean they're nice bicycles yeah but
1: (laughs) right and then um let's see john uh his one of his that i remember is that he does stick and poke he's learning stick and poke tattooing i was gonna say like tattoos yeah
0: sounds painful
1: yeah yeah and he doesn't have a lot of tattoos which is interesting because usually people that get into that kind of stuff are like just hardcore yeah um and he is a designer at Nickelodeon so that was f- kind of fun. That's rad. And then um Cessod, he he was probably uh he was like super quiet but found out that he used to do um pro soccer in Mexico. That's a big deal that's, in Mexico. That's a big deal. Like I'm those, like you have went you from heard pro heard announcers? Soccer to designing. <laughs> that's interesting.
0: And I kind of like sneaked, snooped upon everybody um, after your retreat because James Victoria has an Instagram and he posted some of their work. And they're
1: so legit. They're so cool. Yeah. It all turned out so good, which we'll get to. We'll get to when I'm jumping the gun. Um, Yeah, so that was where some of them... I'm trying to think. Um, I don't remember what James's was. I think he, like, made up three things that were either all true or not true, and I can't remember any of them. (laughs) But um, the only thing I remember about Jason Bacher was... um, he introduces himself at parties as a saucier
0: what is that it's
1: a sauce chef it's like at fancy restaurants there is someone that is a saucier that just makes the sauces oh my gosh yeah so that was that was something he does at parties but also apparently he likes to make sauces in real life so it's not a lie it's not a complete
0: (laughs) lie he's a saucy he's
1: like a sauce connoisseur (laughs) associate if you will (laughs) yeah so that was fun Um, and then we basically let's see we went back and we did red poppy festival went back to the airbnb and watched what we do in the shadows finally
0: it's taken you two weeks to watch this movie and ate a cupcake and ate a cupcake um what we do in the shadows glad you enjoyed it and laughed yeah as much it was as so I good did. i actually really wanted to watch it again today yeah it's, it's that, that good. good it's that good i mean i watched it with you for probably the fourth or fifth time that i've seen it and still like don't own up. it so you don't own it i don't own it i don't own it i just need to buy it now i saw it's like 10 bucks i should just
1: buy it um anyway to, to husband kelly of michelle Buy the movie. I'm, I'm going to get it for you for your birthday. Oh, okay. Well, it's a while away. So, oh, for Kelly? Yeah, for Kelly's birthday. <laughs> okay. Even just... though it, like, just passed yesterday. Yeah, yeah so. it's over. I'm just late to the game.
0: It's okay. Anyways. Um, and then, did you have another song that you wanted to share with us?
1: Yes. Okay, so the next song um, is by a band called Reliant K that we have pretty sure talked about before we've talked a few times yeah i don't think we've played any of their songs no, yet we have which is like a huge surprise to me because they are probably my favorite band i will just say it they're amazing yeah um so the reason i chose this song is a couple of things so the name of the song is air for free um mainly it's just more like the aura of like the song that that feels like austin and it's probably because aside from listening to uh some justin timberlake oh my gosh. um you what for like such a long time we also listened to tons of reliant k while we were out in austin that was like what we listened to the most probably would you say yeah. when we were together i don't yeah. listen to when you were alone yeah. but um and this album specifically we we just kind of had it going it's just got the vibe now so that's going to be like the song I, the, the album is called air for free also and that's like oh this is the this is the stuff so um the song is called Air for Free by Reliant K. It's got it's got a lot of soul and it's super fun, so I hope you guys like it. We can't do anything when there's nothing to do. Can't find the energy to put on my shoe. I will resign to stay on the couch. Novel the vibe that was that was how i felt about austin right there in a song super chill <laughs> just just like we can do anything mm-hmm. which also i think is probably the only lyric that really stuck out to me it doesn't necessarily my meaning doesn't necessarily have anything to do directly with like what he's actually writing about but just that phrase because you know as we've talked about we're moms we're wives like we have jobs but
0: we have responsibilities yeah it
1: was such like a crazy feeling i personally have never taken a trip with a friend alone before really yeah that was like my first time doing that so it was like liberating in a way just like what do we like i've gone with my husband which is very freeing as well Mm -hmm. but um to go with you was just like oh man we can like we can do anything go anywhere like we have except for the victoria retreat like zero commitments to do anything Mm -hmm. we did like want to do things at certain times like try Try to see the bats like on South Congress Bridge, disappointment, which was a failure. But like, we tried to do certain things at certain times and like, sort of had an idea of like what coffee shops and restaurants we wanted to visit. But it was just like, we don't, we can do whatever we want, yeah. And it was like very, um, yeah, liberating, but also inspiring because we could just like have a whim Mm -hmm. and go there,
0: yeah, which is so exciting to wait upon that whim, yeah,
1: that never happens. (laughs) Usually, you have a whim to like. Stop and like take a picture or something, but you've like got to be someplace, Mm -hmm. or you you want to maybe shop at this one place or check it out, but you have the kids or you know whatever it is. So yeah, this song was just like, and everything smelled pretty good there. So it was like air, yeah. (laughs) It was just like (laughs) for free. free. I know it's so it's so like goofy, but that was that was like why I chose this song specifically nice. off the album we listen to a lot
0: i like that it's a good song and yeah. if you have never heard of reliant k is the time they are matt teeson is the lead singer and he is and the lyricist he's the lyricist oh yeah. my gosh he is amazing all of his songs and we actually listened to quite a few reliant yeah. albums on this trip and
1: we listened to their growth mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun yeah which we talked about in a past episode i believe it was was it last episode it, i think like yes. growing yes yeah. it was yes so, it was yeah, so we definitely got to re experience the growth of Reliant K firsthand. And
0: one thing that is so funny about this band is that they spell Reliant wrong. So they spell it R E L I E N T. Mm-hmm. And every time I spell it correctly, I'm like, that's wrong. Like, I know <laughs> that that is right, but it's
1: wrong. It's so wrong. It doesn't even look right. Um, so, so you can find them in our show notes. Yes. In case you search also and can't find them, which I mean they're big enough you probably find you should them. You yeah
0: spell it wrong. Um, I have a question for you this week. Okay, but it's not a very specific question. It's not like a very focused. It's not. It's kind of different than other episodes. Okay. So, um, I'm wondering if you would impart some of your wisdom on us from the things that you've learned at the. James Victoria Retreat from the James Victoria Ranch, if you the, will, Rancho Victoria. Rancho Victoria that's what he calls it. That's great.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it is a ranch, guys. Like it's it's like hidden behind this really fancy, um, like suburban neighborhood. But mm-hmm. they're like big acreages. That's not the right way to say that. They're like houses with lots of acres in a neighborhood that's like gated. I get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he's like tucked back behind, and it's like. It's, like, this really cool place. He's got, like, um, a lake that you can see from his house. And there's – he has, like, a little swing in the tree for his kiddo and a hammock and every every good, like, country relaxing type of thing. So, um, gosh, that is, like, a super huge question. Um, I guess let's start with maybe talking about, like, who James Victoria is and, like, his – his whole deal because that'll like make everything else make a little bit more sense james victoria is all about creative courage and finding your voice um and like having something to say and knowing how to say it well and i think that um the first day that i got there the day we were kind of icebreaker icebreaking, um he actually took each and every one of us individually out on his like what are those things called again like a gator
0: yeah gators <laughs>
1: like a gator um and drove us around the property to kind of show us around and asked us, um, you know, so why why did you like pay to be here? Like what do, you, what do you hope to get out of this weekend? And that was kind of a strange, you know, like a strange question because I was like, I mean, wow. I just figured I didn't need to answer something like that. Like I'm here to learn, just to learn. But he really wanted to get like more. So I basically was thinking I need to kind of – find like my specific voice because, um, I do all these things to help educate people. I do this, I do the blog, I do design tip Tuesdays on YouTube. And I also teach like physically to students. And I also have my personal projects and I sometimes also have (laughs) client work. So it's, it has been sort of a struggle for me to like figure out what my, like, if I needed to focus in on one thing, what would my thing be? Like, what's my voice? So all that to say, um, I told him that, and we all kind of talked about that a little bit as a group. And we did Saturday morning, we did, um, an exercise where we had to try and basically visualize and figure out like what love is. So he like, basically was like, I want you guys to tell me what love is take take some time. So we took probably like an hour to two hours just to like sit and write. Maybe it wasn't even that long. It seemed like a long time. It had been an hour. Right. So I got to go through like my process where I do like my mind map and do all the things. But um, I I decided to try and like push myself a little bit and try to do something different with my mind map, um, which I'll probably share in another episode. I don't think I want to go there just this this time. But um, overall. As the weekend kind of went on, he he got us to um, a bigger thing in our next our next exercise after he showed us a lot of his inspiration, like who who he looks up to, which was really cool. Like he had a lot of old Polish um, designer posters who I had never heard of and were brilliant um, and showed us some of his work. Um, He then asked us basically to figure out like what our purpose is like what is it that we want to say um, and taught us like these three key things in in like creating your work. Um, one of them, they all, I, I won't tell all of them cause I don't like, I don't actually wanna like give away his
0: recipe. His, like
1: thing, thing, I guess. I mean, I, I posted it on Instagram. It's basically like this idea that in the particular lies the universal. And if we can find something that is true about ourselves, um, And really be able to communicate that clearly then people can relate to that universally like if it's something specific if it's something broad which which sounds counterintuitive because you would think if you make it more broad more people can relate to it but it's actually the opposite so it was like when we were trying to figure out like what love is it was like okay so someone said we were just kind of doing like free thinking out loud I'm
0: kind of curious to see what everyone thought about what love is yeah it
1: was really cool um he someone said love hurts and James Victoria was like yeah well you know love hurts but how how does it hurt that's the specific and that's where you can get somebody um to kind of relate to you um does it hurt like blank or does it hurt like blank um so I ended up with love is a choice that was like where I went with mine that's where I ended up with like my mind map um someone else said um who like who needs love Like, basically, who needs – and he was relating it more to, like, a relationship with a person, specifically, like, a romantic relationship, because where he's at in his life is, like, I have a lot going on. Like, I don't have time for that right now. So his angle was who needs love. Um, Another person was um, kind of, like, love is a balance between um, joy and hate. And the other person was love is exposing yourself when you've been hurt, like Mm – being able to open up to another person. So all of us had completely different, like, answers and went through a process of doing that. We didn't actually do anything past that. He just kind of wanted to get our brains going for when we were going to do the big thing, which is what I talked about before, which is, like, finding our purpose, finding, like, what we're doing as designers. So um, I... There was only four of us. It was actually open to eight people, eight spots. But for whatever reason, it just ended up being us four, which was awesome for us four. <laughs> yeah, because we got a lot of individual attention. Um, so basically, James wanted us. Here was the project. Let me set this up. Um, Saturday morning, Saturday late Saturday morning or evening. I don't even know. It doesn't matter. Saturday sometime, James and, um, Jason, they basically were putting it on together as a team, um, sat us down and gave us flags and they're white and they're, they're decent, they're decent size. And, um, he wanted us to think about like, what is our work for? What do we do? What is our, what is our purpose, um, in our work? And, maybe our life, just depending on more like what our goal was when we were there. And the idea was to come up with a design for the flag that basically would be some sort of either statement about us or our work or something that we could look at and be motivated by, um, which would also be a representation of us. And what he said was... um, if you if you put something on there like this is you, this is your stake in the ground this is your line in the sand this is your you, the thing you you wave and show everyone like this is where I stand like this is your Alamo basically like this is your thing and um, of course he used lots more colorful language than that because he's James Victoria and the other thing he said was or you won't you won't figure it out and you'll leave here with a white flag. And what does that stand for? And it was like, surrender, giving up. So you leave here without something on this piece of cloth, and that just means that you don't care, and I guess you're giving up. So that was like, whoa. (laughs) And the pressure is on. And the pressure begins. Yeah, so then it was like, okay, so you guys can kind of go, do your process, like think things out if you need to – kind of dialogue with somebody. If that's how you work, then, you know, grab one of us and, or you guys can, can kind of dialogue together one on one. So, um, I ended up kind of hanging with James, or I'm sorry, Jason Bacher. He kind of sat with me for, for a good bit of time. And because I had, I had already written some things and I already, because I know my process so well, I kind of thought of things, um, phrases that, uh, that like could represent me like um, loving the process, loving the chase, like um, like wanting to make the world better through design, like all these things. So he sat with me and we we basically like mind mapped out loud mm-hmm. <laughs> and kind of tried to connect a bunch of things.
0: So do you usually talk out loud or dialogue with people through some of these things or through these things or do you did you kind of already know what direction you were wanting to head in because you've uh, analyzed your why
1: Sort so of, much? Sort of both. I think this time I had a pretty good idea of, like, a general direction because I had already started writing things down bef- um, while James Victoria was kind of telling us what we needed to do. But then when I went to sit – because I did sit alone for a while before um, Jason was able to come over to me, and I – I do, to answer your question, I don't really have the opportunity right. where I'm at at this moment in my career because I work alone most of the time. But I'm I'm an ENFJ, so I like other people to work with. Myers-Briggs. I, yeah, <laughs> which we actually did talk about when we were there. It was kind of funny. Um, I love to dialogue with people. I like to, to talk about ideas out loud. I think you end up with better ideas when you can do that. Um I also really needed some outside perspective from someone who doesn't know me very well. Mm -hmm. Like not you and not Kenny, not um, Dominic or some of my other really close like designer friends and family, because I've talked to you guys so much about the things that I believe
0: that you kind we've kind of made it like what like it it is it's right because you said it
1: yeah it's like not skewed. because we think it yes so I can't really come to you guys for a completely objective point of view anymore so that was mainly why I asked Jason to kind of sit and look at my notes with me because it was like hey you don't know me and I want to like explain to you what I do explain to you what I believe. Show you the the things that I'm th- like the direction I thinking I'm thinking of going and see um, what you think and if those jive together. So um, we talked a lot and ended up at um, a few phrases and I wrote down. It was in constant pursuit, the process of pursuit, um, loving the challenge, chasing the challenge, um, the bigger purpose. <laughs> I don't remember why I wrote this, but I'm going to read it anyway. Meaning and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Meaning and stuff. It just
0: sounds like a little (laughs) bit more relaxed of everything else you said. (laughs) Yeah. A relaxed version of that. Yeah.
1: And then he suggested, because I kept saying how I really want to have like a ripple effect on the world of design. Like I want to make a designer better so that they can make better design so that they can make the community and the world that they live in better. And then those companies can make the world a better place. Like it's actually like this huge idea behind me just telling you why it's a good idea to learn color theory or something like that. So he was like, So you really love excellence in what you do? And I was like, Yeah, I do. I, I strive for that. Like everything I do needs to be done really well. And he said, Have you ever, you know, have you ever read some some article that he read about excellence versus perfection? Which camp do you think you fall in? And I was like, um, I mean I do go back and forth, but probably more the excellence like because things don't have to be perfect to be excellent like they don't have to be perfect to be really good and really effective. Mm-hmm. So then we all kind of regrouped went back into um, James's studio and he asked us kind of where we got to and only one of the four of us had like actually like a thing that they were going to they were going to actually put on their 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 flag. So I w- I told him I basically read everything that I just read to you and he was like that you've got it. And I also came around to this idea, um, I really love Alice in Wonderland. Um, I just finished my, my Lewis Carroll poster and I was talking with James about literature and all the things that kind of affect me in my work regarding literature and basically talked my way into this amazing analogy of Alice in Wonderland and the White Rabbit and my thoughts about what I do. And where I ended up was I love the process and it's not about the end result necessarily. There does need to be an end. There does need to be a product at the end, but it's more about what I do along the way. As you know, I'm all about the process. It's so Gary Vee. I know. As well. It's crazy. <laughs> I had it first, Gary V. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but the, the phrase that I said that I love the most when I was talking with Jason was, I guess it's not about the rabbit. It's about the the chase. It's about what Alice learns and the people that she connects with and all the stuff that happens along the way while she's looking for the rabbit. When she actually gets to the rabbit, she kinda doesn't care about him anymore. It's like whatever. Yeah, oh there he is. It's And I relate that, that's so
0: funny, I'm. this is dumb, this is probably no, so dumb. No, nothing's dumb. I relate that to How I Met Your Mother. Yes. The entire, okay, so if you That's watched, not dumb, that's perfect. So How I Met Your Mother is this nine season show. Journey. The, journey of Ted meeting his future wife and his future mother of his kids. And like when it finally gets to meeting her, you're like, oh great, that's her. Yeah, there's it's the like, mother. <laughs> cool, there she is. Like we're glad that she's there, but it's like everything up to that point is just like, oh, you almost don't it. even care
1: about her. Exactly. Like you're I, like, but what about
0: this other person you met? Like, but um, what about this, Robin? Yeah. Are you gonna? What about her, <laughs> what about Robin? <laughs> and so it's like not even about. It's not how I met your mother. It's like how I made these amazing memories and enjoyed the journey.
1: Yeah, the journey to how I met your mother. Mm-hmm. Should, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it should have been the, the title. That would have been way too long. But yes, it's exactly that. So in trying to figure out my phrase or whatever for my my flag, I was like this epiphany came that my like life slogan for my business and everything I do. And honestly, even I'll just sidebar this, even I just – occurred to me that this could be about my personal life too on my personal instagram account i'm also doing this thing that i'm challenging myself to do an photo every day of like my normal everyday life Mm -hmm. that's the process that's something i'm wanting to cherish is what's happening now like i'm not worried about my kids graduating i'm not worried about what's going to happen in 15 or 20 years in my marriage i'm just worried about now like not worried i'm I'm enjoying now. I'm enjoying the journey. I'm enjoying the process. So, like, it's not about the rabbit. Yeah,
0: <laughs> there you go. Even in your personal Instagram.
1: Yeah, my my personal life. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so when I said all this stuff to James Victoria, he was like, "Well, you said it." And, and you're like, "What did I say?" I said, "I did." I just, I said, "What was it?" And he's like, "I'm not going to tell you till tomorrow." <sighs> so we basically, like, we went around the table. He talked to everyone else and. Um, Jason's sitting over in the corner like he knows. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I wish I want to know like, what did I say? What of those things that I wrote down? I racked my brain. I talked to you about it. You talked it. to
0: me about it, and I feel like had you mentioned the word excellence, I would have been like, that's it.
1: Yeah, and I'm, it doesn't help that I left my notebook that night. Like I had left my my field notes. You left that
0: notebook that night and forever and forever.
1: <laughs> I actually left it on James Victoria's couch, so Dang it. I guess it's there forever. But um. So tried to figure it out, didn't happen. The next day came and he kind of like regrouped with us and he was like, how, what, what is it that you want out of your work, out of your life? And I'm like, for it to be good. And he's like, what's another word? And I'm like, I don't know. I can't, I only had one coffee this morning. Like I couldn't. I couldn't get to it. I couldn't get to it. I couldn't get to it. And so he had me talk it out with the group and go back through my notes. And Jason, I don't remember what it was that Jason said to me, but he was like, um, told me basically like, look at my notes, look at words that that stick out to you. And I was like, it's not about the rabbit. Like, that's what keeps sticking out to me, the process. And I just couldn't do it. And somewhere along the way, um, one of the other people in the group was like, is it excellence? And I was like, cause I had already said it a million times in the yeah. conversation. And even James Victoria's wife, like she was in the like mind meld, she was there and it was like, yeah, I guess it's excellence because, you know, it's about this pursuit of excellence and it's, it's not, I'm not pursuing a process, which is what I keep, I kept saying like, it's not about the process. It's the pursuit of the process. Like all this thing, they're like, it's not about the process either. That's so confusing for someone who's so process-minded. Yeah. um, It's like, what is... It's excellence in the process. It's excellence in the product. It's excellence in your work and what you say and how you teach, like all the things. And I was like, oh. Oh. (laughs) So then I really wanted to incorporate the rabbit in some way. And um, I was going to do something a little different. But another thing that I learned um, from James Victoria was to i mean i i always say simplify but he's like uber simplify like okay you have this you have three things on your page how can you make it two things and i was like oh my gosh so i ended up doing a silhouette of a rabbit with my handwriting with the word excellence inside it and this is my flag that's amazing and it sounds awesome and it is. And it's not completely done. I had to leave the, the workshop early. Um But you so didn't leave with a white flag. I did not. I refused. <laughs> I refused to leave with a white flag. So I did not give up. That's not my personality. I think I would have I would have probably been like crying if I had left with a white flag, mm-hmm. even though I had the idea, but leave just the symbolism of leaving with it yeah. would have been so sad for me. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. So um, so yeah, I learned I learned how to simplify even more. I learned uh, how to expedite my process, which was cool because I didn't have all the time in the world to do these things like I normally have for my own personal projects. What are some things that you learned? Like, How did you learn to expedite your process? Um, Basically. Because you said that you didn't (laughs) cut any corners. I didn't. Yeah, I still did every step. I still sketched. I still mind mapped. Um, Not in that order. I mind mapped and then I sketched and then I whittled ideas down. And then I talked it out with people. Um, I don't know how to say this like nicely, but you—I think you heard James say it when I was there because he said it to me a couple of times. Um, basically, commit.
0: Yeah, it's kind of what I what, what I the feeling I got before I even met him, and then when I did meet him and kind of see how everything was going for the thirty minutes I was there, was that you know what you want and now you need to be confident and make the decision and do it
1: yeah and which was surprising to me because i didn't feel like i was that person you're not because you're the better way person there's oh but what if there's something else that i could do but just do it yeah why not because and that was where i i realized that i'm not following all of my own advice because i tell people like um some of my design tips are like just go with it or like Don't question so much. Like, all these little things. But because I'm a better way person, and we really need to talk about this maybe next episode, um, I am like that. Like, there's always, I feel like, okay, this is really great. I love it. But there's, maybe there's a better one. And so his thing, like, one of the last things he said to me was, like, blank or get off the pot. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm doing it. Like, I'm putting this giant Sharpie to this flag, and I'm doing it. And it was like, I was like sweating bullets. And look at your flag. It looks great. I know. It does look great. It's so good. And it's not even done. So when it's fully done, I will post it on my own Instagram. But if you want to see it in its current state, um, probably go over to James Victoria's Instagram, and he posted it as a work in progress because he knows it's not done either. Nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I learned how to expedite my process by basically – like, just choosing to stop at a certain point and just go. Mm-hmm. Like, just do that and do it well. Yes. Like, don't mess with it. Don't screw around with it. You
0: like, know what don't there, question it. It's like, there are going to be a billion more ideas that you can come up personally by yourself. Absolutely. But, yeah. the, like, with what you have, like, you can make something awesome out of one of these ideas.
1: Yes, for sure. Um, something else that was more of, like, a fun epiphany for me was um, Trace. <laughs> not trace something i've ever done <laughs> like he's like if you want a bunny and you can't draw a bunny find a bunny you like and trace it You're and like, i was like oh <laughs> what like mind blown from like the smallest thing and that was more in relation to like the um I'll, the other last two things that i'll talk about and i apologize for this long show but there was no way i could make it short i get it, I <laughs> get it. <laughs> um so something that he called me out on and this comes from me one not being able to take a compliment and two being the kind of overachiever that I am wanting to do everything well Mm -hmm. and being upset when I don't and so I kind of like self-deprecate about it and like kind of joke about it and he called me out multiple times so I would say something like um, cause the first day we were, the first exercise we did before the love exercise was basically he gave us like random words from the dictionary and didn't give us the definition and had us like draw what we thought it was.
0: I love Kay? that. That's a great exercise. Do that with your kids. I know. <laughs>
1: and the first thing that I said was, ah, I can't draw. And he said, shut up.
0: You're like, whoa.
1: Everyone can draw.
0: He's like the Gordon Ramsay of design.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> so good it was like everyone can draw you wouldn't have gone through design school if you couldn't draw you just prefer not to because it's not your strong suit and I was like I just like sat back in my chair because I was sitting directly across from him and I was like okay <laughs> but that happened probably close to a dozen more times over the weekend which was rough because it was like um oh, I'm not good at that or I don't really like doing that and I wasn't even like saying it as a statement to him necessarily. It was just like I'd rather not I'd rather not or please don't expect something good was more like that's what I mean when I say stuff like that. yeah,
0: I know totally like you're like it's kind of like you're making excuses for it why is this is absolutely turn out. an
1: excuse and I never saw it that way until this weekend because he called me out and it was like that's I also think it comes from a point of because I'm a designer, People think I can draw. Like that's some weird association that people just make. Mm-hmm. So my whole like my whole life since I became like a professional designer, it's like I dread playing Pictionary. Because I feel like everyone's like, "You're a designer. Why do you suck at drawing?" <laughs> and so like it's like this weird complex I have. So learning how to trace, <laughs> that's such a weird phrase. Telling me that like it's okay to trace because by tracing it's never going to be exact, and you're if you're doing it with a different tool, and if you're putting your own spin on the trace and doing something different with it, it's not like copying. It's not like I'm tracing someone's design. It's like tracing an element of the thing, the like outline. the rabbit yeah. or or a silhouette of something. And like, and that's only if I decide to go in like directions where I need something like that. But it was like this, like oh, I can do that, and that's okay. And I'm not a hack if I do it right. So tracing, tracing, um to stop and stop making excuses and like just do stuff like don't say you can't draw just try to draw something so that was another big thing um so I f- I feel like he made me uncomfortable in like all the best ways because he did that with everyone he all he had something that he like called everyone out on at some point
0: point. and speaking of uncomfortable I have one more question for
1: you before uh, we wrap this up Okay. What was the
0: most uncomfortable part of the retreat for you?
1: No. The most uncomfortable part of the retreat was the... Um, if any of you have seen, whose line is it anyway? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the prop, the prop exercise. <laughs> like, the prop improv. The fun part, yeah. <laughs> the one that we all love to watch. But I thought I would die. He was like, okay, guys... First thing in the morning on, on Sunday, he was like, we're going to, I have three items here. We're going to stand in a circle and we're going to, we're going to like basically act out something with each of these items. And I was like, okay, I can do this once. I can do this. I can do this. So like, it came to me the first time. I don't remember what I had the first time. I think it was, he had like, he had a plate. He had a cane, like an old man's cane and a paint roller, just the roller part, not like the handle, just like the part that actually the paint goes on. And... Um, I did something lame, and I didn't make any, like, noises to illustrate. And he was like, no, you have to convince me that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, like, people guessed it, but he was like, that's not enough. You have to convince us that we are 100% sure that that is what you're doing. So he didn't make me do it again or anything, but then it, he announced that we were going to have to do this multiple times with every item. Oh, gosh. We did this for, I think, an hour wow. And every time it went around, I was like, (gasps) I just wanted to die because I'm not good at like performing in front of people. Like, I guess I'm funny-ish. I mean, I'm funny when I'm with you. Yeah. You know, know, like I can be funny, but I'm not like prop comic funny.
0: Yeah. You're not a performer. Yeah. In that way.
1: And it was just like, man, it was rough. I was so uncomfortable. But by the end of the hour... I was like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> I can do this. He's I can like, be an idiot done, in front of all of you. And he's like, good. That was the point we all needed to get to. <laughs> like he stopped when I think he realized that none of us were running out of ideas and we were all okay doing it.
0: Nice. Because then was, your brain is going. It's yes, going.
1: Yes. And it just, it actually like kept me, I'm pretty sure that's why my, my brain was like in improv mode. That's why when we were driving through all those all those like weirdo windmill,
0: windmill things. energy things. Did
1: you notice like how many different scenarios I was telling you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like five different, I could have written like five different short stories right at that very moment so about funny. those situations. It's so funny. My,
0: well, good job gosh. and great job, James Victoria, because you got, he got you to do exactly what he needed you to do. Yes.
1: And it was, it was hard work. It didn't seem like it was like that. I was in the, in the moment for the most part, I was like, this isn't, as hard as i thought but like the more i went on and and looking back on it now dude it was intense and yeah. it, but it was so good so i know we we're, we've been here a long time i'm sorry but i have to ask you so you did get to come you did get to come by okay, yeah when you got there to pick me up for about 30 minutes and kind of just observe yes i want to know your thoughts um, i haven't even i don't think i've even asked you this yet period like in real life no you <laughs> i don't you
0: haven't um i thought it was like a, it was really cool to watch everybody figure their things out.
1: First impressions.
0: Um, James Victory is pretty hardcore. <laughs> um, he like, you know, everybody else was like going around like, "Hey, I'm so and so, nice to meet you." Hey, I'm so and so. He was in business mode, and I let him be in that mode. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna, you know, interrupt the your seminar, sorry, right? Your retreat, right? And I'm like, thanks for letting me be here. Eventually, he did like offer me food and like hang out, um, which was really cool. But. It's like he's got like a well oiled machine, his mind is mm-hmm. you know it's the it's a wheel that's always turning, and so it was really cool to watch him um do his thing and watch him help you guys do your thing, which you know when you're doing your thing at home you're you're in it mm-hmm. it's like it's you or nothing at all, but like watching all of you guys just kind of like, um James, <laughs> what do you think about this and it's like you're just second guessing Did I do yourself. that? All of you did. <laughs> Every so single funny. one of you did. Um, the quietest was Cesar. Yep, that's he, about how it was the whole time. Um, and you know, and but he, but even though he was quiet, James was like, "What are you doing? Why are you shading? That's not going to be a thing." And it's just <laughs> like, okay, he's on it. He's watching all these people. Yeah. But like, what was really cool is to watch you finish your flag, and him be proud of you.
1: I don't, even remember that. I don't even remember that moment. Yeah, he was... I was so flustered. He was like, let's get a picture.
0: Let's get a picture. That's great. That's awesome. Like, he was, like, super stoked about how the rabbit turned out. Like, he was really excited by how
1: cool it looked. That makes me feel good. I think I was, like, in a weird haze. Like, I don't remember yeah, it. we had to
0: get to the airport to miss our flight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> let's just be honest. Hanging my head in shame. <laughs> um, and then...
0: Um, he was like, but the end product he thought was really cool. You know, the end product, whatever it, it was, yeah. you had to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a really cool experience to be amongst all of these graphic designers, these creatives mm-hmm. of sorts. Because I mean, there was one
1: writer. person who was mm-hmm. a writer,
0: yeah, um, and just seeing everybody's mind just like in go
1: mode, yeah. I enjoyed it. That's awesome. I'm really glad that you were able to kind of even just for a few minutes, just kind of see this like amalgamation of creative juice and I get that feeling of like
0: you wanted me to witness that and experience that because every time I have choir practice I'm just like I hope someone comes in and just watches us because it's intense work yeah it takes a lot of work yeah a lot of focus and a lot of practice to get to where you are in a specific part of your work whether it be your what you were doing or what I do mm-hmm. so it's cool
1: yeah, and it it's a perfect follow-up to last week's episode, which was how to grow as a designer. Like, guys, I've been doing this since 2001, and I'm still like seeking out my men- like mentors, my heroes, my design heroes and trying, you know, investing actual cash dollars in trying to learn something. Mm-hmm. It's so worth it. Cool. So, I love it. Yeah.
0: Next part, the number
1: 3. Number 3, Michelle. Where can people find us? Well, You can
0: find us on all forms of social media via at Brandy C. Spell it out for us.
1: B-R-A-N-D-I-S-E-A.
0: And you can give us your feedback or hit us up the new old-fashioned way by emailing us brandy at brandyc.com. Yes, ma'am. And a huge thanks, as always, to Vespertine for letting us use his music. So, once again, check out our show notes for links and info on all our Design Speaks episodes. Thanks for being here.
1: The precious will fade in a grim mystique Where we go, oh, oh